0: A decade ago, I was at an innovation conference in Nairobi, in Kenya, and I met this rather amazing man who had these big ideas about how to get people to communicate on their mobile phones. And every time I bumped into Gao Lintel afterwards, he was doing something else to bring the internet to people, hopefully, as he's now done for free.
1: And in your stock market update, investors are averaging down in a bull market up from yesterday's bear market, showing volatility in the liquidity of the hedge fund's haircut, leveraging the lows, moving the margins and short-selling the spread of share market sectors while playing footsie. Fortunately, you don't need to get the stock market to get shares in the world's biggest companies like Apple, Facebook and Coca-Cola. Download Shift, the global money app from Standard Bank and get the world. Standard Bank. It can be. Shift operates under the FSP license of Standard Bank.
0: I'm speaking to one of the pioneers of Java-based messaging and now of free data on the internet. Hello, Gower. Hi, Toby. <laughs> Thanks for the intro. So if I remember correctly, it was Nairobi in about 2010 and, and, and the first investment made by the Savannah Fund, if I'm not mistaken, was into into your earlier project, which was called BINU. That's right. It was Somewhere around 2010, it seems a long time ago now. So let's just fast forward because right now you have a really phenomenal app and a phenomenal data-free environment called Moya. Just tell us where it came from and what it is that uh, makes it so remarkable.
2: Well, it's uh, given we're a very old startup now, Toby, as you can imagine, there's a long story, but I'll try and keep it um, short and um, to the point or tell you where we are today. So Moya is a data-free messaging app in South Africa, in particular, that is uh, like WhatsApp, but no data cost. So the core, one of the core propositions of Moya is you can use it for messaging, text messaging, and it never costs you data, never takes from your airtime or data balance. And even if you have no airtime or data balance on your SIM card, it still works. It's fantastic and phenomenal, and millions of people are using it and loving it. They are. We, in three years, we've grown from nothing to six and a half million active users in South Africa today, and growing
0: by twenty, thirty thousand new registrations a day. That's all phenomenal. viral. Yeah, I know. It's, 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 it, I've been watching, obviously, for years, and I just think it's, I think it's taken this long for the industry to catch up with this great idea you had 11 years ago.
2: Well, you know, the proof's in the eating of the pudding, so it's, it's actually more important that users catch on with the idea, and in the end, that persuades industry of the value we're creating and the platform and audience reach uh, that's coming with it, because first and foremost, it's users that love it. But I, sh- I should say Moya is a lot more than messaging. I know. Really, the, uh, the inspiration I take is much more WeChat in China, adapted for Africa, than just WhatsApp. As As amazing and phenomenal as WhatsApp is in its own right, it's essentially just communication services. Indeed. Whereas a platform like WeChat in China, is not only chat, but 12
0: million services in the one app, if you can get your head around that. No, I can, and I've been to China and I've used WeChat in China. In fact, you can't function in China without WeChat. Exactly.
2: They say anyone living in China or spending time there, you have to use WeChat. It's the way life works. Um, And of course, in WeChat, it's not just chat and content services. It's also WeChat Pay which is the mobile wallet um, payments platform that everybody in China uses all day, every day, for everything. I read a statistic recently in the Wall Street Journal that highlighted, In this is just an amazing number, in China, 70% of all transactions in the Chinese economy by a billion people every day are done with mobile wallets. WeChat Pay being the big one, and then Alipay also has significant share but can you imagine that 70% of all transactions done with a mobile wallet 26% of transactions are cash and 4% are cards yeah. now that is just one amazing statistic if
0: you start thinking of the implications that that's, that's phenomenal yeah i mean i'm sure you've thought through them but just off the top of my head look at what impesa did for mobile payments and mobile services in in first in Kenya and then the whole of East Africa the, the GSMA says half of all mobile money services in the world are in Africa and it's it's you know it's a testament to if you give people the opportunity to do financial things banking paying for services booking taxis through an app that they can use and understand and they don't have to open a bank account and get a credit card they are very happy to use it
2: absolutely it's convenience it's cost it's friction it's uh you know ease of use um you know as as i've moved back to south africa four years ago from sydney australia where i've lived for many years and but i do
0: just want to say in your defense that you were actually born here (laughs) thank you and and someone else put that accent in you but you are (laughs) you know green and gold and uh,
2: well i was actually born and grew up in zimbabwe my mother's south african from cape town so i'm coming back to my roots in southern africa which I've really, really enjoyed, and I am African, and I'm very proud to say this idea of Moya, once, yeah. when it becomes the biggest app platform in South Africa, is a concept created by Zimbabwean.
0: So I'm, Great. I'm, <laughs> I mean, I, I like the boldness of that comment because I can see it quite clearly. It is a very useful app, and it's free, and it's not owned by Facebook, and you don't data mine your, your users. It is, it is everything that... Modern communication services should be without surveillance capitalism built in at the business model level.
2: Exactly. You know the, um, you know the, the the saying that you hear a lot these days: if if it's free, you are the product, and that yep. is certainly the case with uh, platforms like Google, Facebook, where you absolutely are the product, and ninety something percent of their revenue comes from advertising and selling your profile and access to you. Um, so very much the case in those platforms. Whereas if you think of WeChat in China, from I don't claim to be an expert, but the core value of WeChat is actually its uh, wallet and payments platform. It's, I think so it's too. It's not selling advertising left, right and center uh, and selling your profile, selling your data. And really uh, we think of Moya much more in that uh, that way than being an ad-driven privacy breaching Audience platform. That's
0: not our game at all. As you say, the proof's in the pudding because as you say, six and a half million users growing at what? Thirty thousand a day?
2: Twenty to thirty thousand new registrations per day in South Africa. So
0: phenomenal. I mean that is those are like dream statistics for technology startups, especially mobile startups. You, you, you I think you could be a little bit proud of yourself.
2: Well, you know, there's still a way to go. So I've learned in the tech industry over the years never, the minute you stop uh, developing or creating is when you start dying. So, the, you know, the journey never ends and it's always looking at tomorrow rather than uh, d- dwelling in the past or the moment of where we got to. So there's... It's a
0: good attitude. Yeah. Um, And I can see that's how it's kept you on your feet all these years. But just one quick reach back into the past, because the last time I interviewed you, you happened to mention that your previous company was bought by a NASDAQ-listed firm. That's no small thing.
2: Uh, Sure. We've had two previous startups, both of which were acquired by the same NASDAQ-listed firm and um, uh, in the digital media space with ad-serving technology and search engine marketing. So, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of that and had ups and downs in that journey. And, and our first startup, we, uh, as a quick anecdote, went from two men and a dog in a serviced office. Uh, the dog was called Bruce and still works with us <laughs> to this day. Um, and in 18 months, we were acquired for what was then a valuation of $100 million Australian dollars yes. at the peak of the dot-com boom. Okay. And most of it was pa- paid or 95% was paid in shares. Dude, Bruce. Shares, which Uh. then declined in value ninety nine percent when the dot com crash period happened. So, but I wouldn't have missed that journey for the world. It was an amazing time.
0: And you still have Bruce, and we still have Bruce, (laughs) indeed. (laughs) So I just wanted to point that out because uh, you know you're ambitious and 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 far reaching claim that you could be the dominant messaging platform you've been around the block and you've sold to a Nasdaq listed company I, I i take you seriously and i want people who listen to this podcast to understand that what you've done is phenomenal frankly it's quite a thing to build first a messaging platform then a data free environment then a payment mechanism and from what i know and i and stuff is in there as a as a as a media source you have lots of media you have lots of things that let people do what they would normally do on the internet for free. That's quite yeah, remarkable. I, uh,
2: thank you. I, uh, I, uh, because I've lived and breathed this journey uh, intimately, as you can imagine, I always like to point out that there's a difference between free and data-free. So uh-huh. many online services are free in that you don't pay to use them, like WhatsApp being a good example, Facebook, etc. But they're not data free so the key differentiation of moya is it's of course it's free like the other platforms, but it's also data free indeed that's
0: the game changer I mean what do you what do you think are the great differentiators and I, and i I read I'm a reader so the fact that there's so much to read that for me is fantastic
2: well you know I've learned a lot of lessons over the years and one is in this journey that um you know, the, the core focus is and must always be the product and the experience and the value proposition to a user. As much as data-free sounds like a, a very strong value proposition, the reality is free crap is still crap. So <laughs> so it's That's why actually... I love interviewing you, go. <laughs> vitally important, and we've learned this over the years, that you must still focus on... The experience, the content, the impact, the value proposition. Quality. And, you know, the analogy I make that I, not all my colleagues like this, but I still love it, that I could put, uh, you know, a delicious cake on the table and cover it with really nice icing and you've got next level pleasure and enjoyment of the cake. Yes. Data Free is like the icing. If the cake is not much good or is, you know, yeah, crap, you can cover it with as much icing as you like. It's still not a very good cake. It's a great analogy. Yeah. So data free is icing on the cake, and it's profoundly, um, you know, uh, valuable or has real value proposition to users. But the cake is still really, really important. And you know, we've um, You've got to have your
0: cake so that you can eat it. <laughs>
2: Well, you know, at times we're a technology company and many of my colleagues are technologists and you tend to find in that sort of brain or mindset, if you like, that there's an assumption that this thing works data-free. So, of course, it's going to be great. And what's the problem? And it's really, as I said, really important to focus on the content and the experience first and foremost and then data-free is icing on the cake, um, and, you know, we learned this uh, some, not cost, but w- in our early days of making stuff data-free, yeah. it became very apparent that free crap is still crap, so you got to make it good. And, you know, so I think the value proposition of Moya is, is data-free, of course, is a real differentiator, but the inherent within the app, uh, people love it for a variety of reasons. And when you get that super app model really right, and yeah. it needs to be comp... You know, you can't have a shopping app and call it a super app. It's a shopping app, yes. um, for example. <laughs> so, um, you know, WeChat led the way with chat, then content, then the wallet. So it's a comprehensive um, platform of many, yeah. many things. And chat obviously is a, a key driver in terms of engagement and reason to be using the app constantly many times a day. And all these other things flow behind it. Um, I kind of think you can't really be a super app without chat or some form of uh, you know, engaging communication within yes. the platform. Otherwise, people will use it just occasionally for shopping, for example, or whatever it may be. So, um, I, I really, truly believe today that we are probably the only genuine super app in the market in South Africa. Whilst a few others call themselves that, they're much more limited in scope and and uh, functionality or
0: value they offer. I completely agree with you, Gao, because. I understand good content versus bad content. I mean, I'm I'm an editor and and a publisher. I know that there's lots of stuff out there. And even though stuff, say, is competing against every technology publication on the Internet, what sets us apart is that we're good. We're reliable. We're trustworthy. If we say this is a good phone, it's a good phone. And it's for the same reason I will trust investigations by The Guardian or The New York Times because I trust their brand. And it comes down in many ways for big companies on the Internet to brand. It's a part of the brand reputation, which is you are trustworthy or if you are a bank, you are reliable. And I like to think that, you know, if you demonstrate that trust in one way, people will trust you in other things. People trust stuff to tell you what phone to buy. Mm. And I think people will trust Moya and Moya Pay because your value proposition is we give you the cake and the icing.
2: Well, you know, trust is so vitally important generally wherever you are in the world, but arguably even more so in a market like South Africa where where there are many, uh, you know, as a emerging market where – income levels are lower etc you know uh, i've r- realized especially coming back here the life experience of of many people who are if you like repressed in terms of income levels or capacity or education or what have you is surprisingly they their life experiences they're constantly being taken advantage of or expected yeah. to pay or nothing's for free Which is ironic in a way is you know tends to be people who are wealthier and better off who do have access to free stuff or or, are less questioning of that. Whereas at the bottom of the pyramid, if you like, nothing's for free and you've got to work hard or. Uh, you know, uh, to, to get anything. So when we first came along with Moya three years ago as a data-free messaging app in the beginning, yes, we had tons of user feedback and comments saying, what's the trick? What's the catch? What's this the can't catch? be free because nothing's for free yeah. in their life experience. And it took a while to earn the trust of users here that it gen- genuinely was f- data-free and you could rely on that and believe it. And earning that trust takes time and effort and uh, credibility and integrity, but, yeah. and it's hugely important. And when you have it, uh, nothing that never comes easily. You can lose it overnight if you're not careful. So we put a, a huge value store in trust, which I think very much helps us introducing Moya Paid as a mobile wallet store a value payments platform in Moya because yeah. we have a level of trust and loyalty and integrity and we need to go up another level because now we're dealing with people's money and that's you know next level trust if you like but we've got a very good starting point and i'd you know a competitive advantage for us is bringing moya paid into that environment with existing distribution rather yeah. than as a separate app that has to be downloaded and installed which is you know the hardest problem of all so
0: well it's a, a downloading an app is the f- fundamental barrier to entry if you can't afford the data to even use the app
2: Well, interestingly, we've done extensive research on that question uh, three years ago, in fact, which led to the um, concept and development of Moya, that users have, people in a market like South Africa have a very low propensity to install apps. Yeah. In fact, our research validated overwhelmingly um, with very rich data that the majority of people in south africa have less than five apps installed on their phone that they installed obviously a phone comes yeah. with a basic set of apps <laughs> less than five and i'm, I'm not a, that i'm not in that, no. that band
0: of, of users at all
2: well i'm a technologist so yeah. i've lived and breathed the internet for more than 25 years and drunk the silicon valley kool-aid and and you know that their view of the world is there's an app for everything yeah. you can have 100 apps on your phone what's the problem and Data is cheap, so get with the program. Well, yeah. the reality is quite the opposite on the ground here in South Africa, um, and the main reason it turned out the uh, barrier that people don't install m- more apps is not the cost of data. It's there's no space on their phone. Yeah, that's the number one reason. And yeah. then there's data cost, and you know, uh, it's, it,
0: pro- it's probably worth pointing out that a sub one thousand rand phone, so yeah, exactly. about eight dollars, is. Eight megs of ROM of storage, RAM. Well, who even knows? even
2: today, if you had 32 um, gig—that's RAM—but you know, gig of storage, you run out real quick. You know, yeah. f- for many people here, their mobile device is their primary media store. It gets yeah. full of photos and videos. videos. And they don't can't offload it into the cloud or other storage devices. That's it. So there's no space on their phones, um, very little, and sort of raises the bar people won't hear won't install an app unless there's a very clear value proposition yeah. and need for it otherwise they they can't do it um you know in the research what was also highlighted is that every smartphone in south africa has whatsapp on it or yep. true, now they they're getting Moya, but so what that says is if your app has real value and need and utility people will install it mm-hmm. but only when the value proposition is compelling um, and they've all installed WhatsApp. whatsapp very rarely comes, if ever, in, pre-installed on a phone. Yeah,
0: none of the ones I've reviewed, it comes on.
2: But when um, when people run out of data or experience times with no data, which is a very common experience here, the thing people miss the most easily is messaging. Yeah. And the irony of text messaging is it's the least amount of data, yes. but it has the most value. Uh, you can live without other stuff, but it's really hard to live without messaging. It's the oxygen of the internet. Yeah. So, you know... The conclusion from that research was well make messaging data free you've got a really compelling value proposition because i the other thing we learned was when people run out of data yeah i said that there's messaging they miss the most so yeah moya's starting proposition is you can always be messaging it's like whatsapp but no data cost um off you go and nobody anywhere in the world no other messaging app has come close to disrupting whatsapp where they are the dominant platform yeah. in the market with network effect no one's done it and and despite all you guys forgive me for saying this writing about telegram signal when um you know whatsapp had a, a couple of outages this year yes sure they got a bit of prominence and the media industry was all uh, you know the me- media industry was talking about them but They've had no, They've got no traction here. No one. Have you ever met anyone who says I use Telegram or Signal for my day-to-day messaging? Doesn't exist.
0: Uh, I do actually, but then I know journalists yeah, and so lawyers that, and human rights activists and sure. I'm very but, but, I, but case, I I, t- I take yeah. your points and it's it's worth noting that that in the South African market, six and a half million users is very significant when fifteen yeah. million is is reportedly what Facebook has. So
2: well, I think WhatsApp has twenty-five million. Yeah, a pretty reliable number. So we're a quarter of the way there.
0: It's, it's remarkable. yeah. Um, well done. And to hear you talk with such soul and, and earnestness about the real reason you're doing it. I've known you long enough and bumped into you long enough and know smart people who know you as well to know that you're the real deal. And that's really why you're doing it. And I have a feeling that such altruism and such kind of, what is the word for it, civic community service or intention has good outcomes.
2: Well, to to be honest, you know, I've I've come to fully understand in my, you know, uh, my wiser years, if you like, that uh, when you understand incentives are a really important part of driving behavior for all of us, all people, whatever. And, uh, you know, so my father used to, in fact, say, um, have a dinner conversation often, and he would start the conversation by saying there's no such thing as altruism. And he incited much debate over dinner yes. and wine, because there are always people who say, "No, of course there is you know but his point the point he was trying to make was that there is always a personal motivation or yeah. incentive in yeah. any um, act or behavior that might appear to be altruistic, and it's largely true, I believe, so I'm to be honest, looking for the best of both worlds here. We are absolutely impact-minded and want to have a positive impact but we are also clearly a for-profit business so i'm not um being delusional either to myself or to trying to create the illusion that we're doing this for the love of having positive impact it's it's definitely a very important criteria but we are for-profit business and the best of best of everything is to do both actually exactly
0: i know lots of people who have very profitable businesses so that they can do the impact stuff they want to do and yeah and and if you are transparent and open what's the problem and and even if, in this instance, uh, to use your father's analogy, you have personal a uh, personal motivation, your personal motivation is to build a free, data-free, messaging system and then a data-free environment. So, I, I, I'm I'm going to let you off the hook on those personal motives. <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, part of part of the reason I, I think that messaging is, is has taken off so hugely and successfully in South Africa is, and this is before BlackBerry's BBM was we had a, an app called Mixit and, and and it's something that Moyo gets re- compared to a lot because in many ways Mixit was a, a kind of proto uh, super app, a proto WeChat before it had been ex- uh, It was based on Java and it worked in very basic feature phones. Um, I think it's an apt comparison because this is homegrown, as it were. It is a local product and it is closer to the real problems that people have. As you say, it's all great having icing, but if the cake is crap, no one's going to eat the icing or the cake. And you get it. And because you're closer to the, the real problem and you're not in an ivory tower anywhere else in the world you're really making it work.
2: Well, the, the other aspect of that, uh, you know, being in an ivory tower somewhere uh, with a patronizing attitude that, you know, what's good for people, I, I hope we we never convey that um, image. But, uh, you know, I, I think one of our competitive advantages against the global giants is that they are global. So yeah. we are, this idea is born here in a coffee shop in Cape Town. It's, to you know, the Cape concept Town. was developed here. You know it was uh, built here, it was launched here, and we can think very carefully about and exclusively about the needs of South Africa, not the a global platform that's trying to keep everyone happy. And uh, you know clearly platforms like Google, Facebook, WhatsApp have huge competitive advantage and barriers yeah. to entry and so on, but they can only think globally. They can't think about the needs of of people in South Africa and adapt what they offer. Uh, for needs for culture for language and so on so you know moya is a zulu word yeah it means air or wind or spirit moya paid is uh you know playing on that theme and is a mobile payments platform designed for south africa with integration to banks and payment rails and retail rails here it would be very difficult for a whatsapp to do that for any market because they're in you know 192 markets so um that's an advantage for us, and we you know we play it up as much as we can.
0: well, I think it's uh, it's this kind of strategic thinking that that works in your favor and this, this local strategic thinking. but I mean, you mentioned that you have the rails into retail and banks and other things because a payment mechanism you know, a credit card is really wonderful, but if no one's got credit card terminals, they can't. You can't do much with it, can you? But you've created quite a big environment in terms of of what people can do within it.
2: Yeah, you know, I think uh, the opportunity we see in South Africa is is uh, twofold, at least, maybe more. But the first opportunity we see is that banking card rails as payment rails are too expensive in South Africa for the mainstream. Um, citizen here. Um, so that's, you know, as much as you try and push card payments and POS terminals and bank accounts and so on, the cold hard reality is the cost of those services is too expensive for uh, most people here or they're not happy paying the cost of, of using those services and that is an inherent fundamental problem they have and until that's tackled I don't think they'll really ever get to crack the the total mainstream market. The one exception may be Bank Zero, which will be interesting because they brought a product to market that is very clearly addressing that, that yes. point. Um, the, second, uh, the, the second competitive, you know, uh, we think of our competition in terms of Paid as cash much more than other electronic or digital payment Which platforms. is the right
0: way to think about
2: it. Yeah. And uh, there's a gigantic cash economy in South Africa. And there are, there's a reason for that. One is that banking card rails are too expensive. So people yeah. use cash. But there are problems with cash. Uh, there may be some cultural preferences and so on. But the problem with cash, of course, is security. You can't send cash across across the country or you know pay someone somewhere else yes other you than you just can't whatsapp
0: cash can you no
2: you can't and cash is expensive to handle and um you know it's a security risk uh, for many people here so but what the banking card payment industry has failed to do so far is offer a better alternative to cash in that is economically um compelling or has an economic value proposition that makes sense so really, that's how we frame the market opportunity in terms of Moya Paid.
0: Well, listen, I have to say, well done and keep going strong. It's, a, it's an impressive business to hear in the depth of your understanding and your research. Um, really, really good luck with this. And uh, I hope when I interview you next, you are the dominant platform uh, in the country because that will mean... Tens of millions of more people will be able to do all the wonderful things on the internet, not free, but data-free. Exactly. Thanks, Toby. um, We won't give up, and I'm sure we'll get to that day in due course. Great. Well, thank you very much for joining us. My name's Toby Shapshak. I've been speaking to Gao Lintel from Data-Free and Moya. I hope you've liked this podcast. If you did, please like it and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks, and bye.
1: And in your stock market update, investors are averaging down in a bull market up from yesterday's bear market, showing volatility in the liquidity of the hedge fund's haircut, leveraging the lows, moving the margins, and short-selling the spread of share market sectors while playing footsie. Fortunately, you don't need to get the stock market to get shares in the world's biggest companies like Apple, Facebook, and Coca-Cola. Download Shift, the global money app from Standard Bank, and get the world. Standard Bank. It can be. Shift operates under the FSP license of Standard Bank.